0: Welcome to Astros Baseball, a podcast by a fan. For the fans of the Houston Astros, here is your host, Rob Fontenot. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to this episode of Astros Baseball. In this episode, I'm going to talk about Major League Baseball's new plan to get the season started. Also, Major League Baseball has given teams permission to start giving out refunds to fans, and also I did a little research on the Boston Red Sox replay guy, JT Watkins, and I wanted to share that with you. But before we get started, I just want to remind you that it would be cool if you enjoy this podcast to go to Apple Podcasts and give a five-star review A milestone reached here on Astros Baseball, 85,000 total listens to the podcast, so thank you to everyone that tunes in, and uh, I do appreciate that, you all know that. And also, the uh, podcast has reached a new high on the charts, the Baseball Podcast US Chart number 39, that was pretty amazing when I woke up and saw that. Um, I saw that on there, and I took a screenshot of it, and the next time I looked, I was like number 51, but the previous high was 47, but to see the podcast being up in the top 40 was amazing. So once again, I really, really appreciate all of you listening, and not that I get a whole lot of feedback and a lot of response, but I'd really like to try to do another giveaway. So let me think about what we're going to give away before we've given away a hat. I think we've given away a hat twice. So look, be on the lookout. Let's do a giveaway. I really do appreciate all you guys listening. So let's get started with this episode. Major League Baseball plans to start the season in late June or early July. No later than July 2nd. And they want to play at least... 100 games. So with this plan, teams would play in their home stadiums. However, there will be no fans. There will be three divisions, a West, a Central, and an East. Each division will have 10 teams. So basically, the AL and the NL West will form the West division. And the Central and the East, the same thing, The only difference is Pittsburgh will be in the east and Atlanta will be in the central. So everybody's pretty much staying where they are except those teams. So there's no American League. There's no National League. The divisions are solely based on geography to reduce travel. So one thing that I wasn't aware of that I didn't know is will they play games Against teams outside of their division, if the reason for doing this is to reduce travel, it would be it wouldn't make sense if they were to play teams outside of the division. So I was actually tweeting, or I don't, I guess it was Facebook maybe, but I was talking to Bill Brown, old Brownie, and he said teams will only play within their division, so they're going to play 100 games according to Bill Brown, and they will only play those nine other teams in their division. And so one thing that I think is exciting about this is that you won't be able to tell how good teams are. I know that might sound weird, but what I'm saying is, let's say somebody's dominating in the West, and then another team is leading the East, but maybe The East aren't as good as the teams in the West, and maybe the third-place team in the West is better than the first-place team in another division, but you really can't tell how good people are because they're not playing each other. So it's kind of like going back to uh, before they had interleague games. But I I know you can kind of tell, but I'm just saying, it's going to be cool that these guys won't play each other until the playoffs so another thing that hasn't been discussed and I don't know how you feel about this but the DH so you're going to have half the division full of National League and half full of American League so some people are saying well we'll do the universal DH and that makes sense but if you're going to play in the home stadiums why not just do like you do now if the American League goes to the National League, you don't use the DH. Some people say that it would be an advantage to the American League because their roster is already built for uh, having a DH. So they would be the advantage. And the National League teams may lose their advantage by having the DH. So it's still not even being talked about what they're going to do. It's just people like me making assumptions. And if I had to guess... And I know it's kind of dumb to guess two of the three options, but I would say they'll probably keep it like it is or they'll use the DH universally. I don't think getting rid of the DH will be what happens. I don't think that out of the three options, I don't think that's the one that's going to win. So this plan is all pending the approval of medical experts and provided that COVID-19 testing is available to the public as you know if you live in texas i think this week on thursday i don't even know what today is that everything can open up you can go to the movies you can go to the mall you can go eat dinner and personally i'm not going to do any of these things because i'm still going to wear a mask everywhere And it says you don't have to wear a mask, but I'm still going to. As you know, my wife is ill or sick, whatever you want to say, and I'm not going to go out and get something from someone else and bring it home. So I'm going to continue social distancing, and I'm going to continue staying at home as long as I can. So I was supposed to go back to work on May the 4th, and now they moved that to the 11th, so another week off. So some more podcasts should be coming. So another thing about this plan is the plan to play games at your home stadium may not, it may not take place right away. I talked about the Arizona plan, the Arizona-Florida plan, the Arizona-Florida-Texas plan. Well, they were saying they might have to begin that way. So eventually, they'll get to play in home stadiums. I know there were some players that were against it. But there is this plan. It may start right away. It may take a while. But these guys will get to play in their home stadiums. One official said it's all coming together. And I'm very optimistic. So players would report to spring training for 18 to 21 days. I think someone posted yesterday or the day before, that we could be 37 days away from having baseball. Uh, The schedule and playoff format will be dramatically different. It's going to be a season like we've never had before. That is a quote from one of the uh, officials that were in the meeting. Uh, This all came out from USA Today, Bob Nightingale, uh, his sources were three executives that were in this meeting, and they wanted to remain anonymous, but the information is out there. So it looks like it's going to happen. It looks like baseball is going to happen. All along, my prediction is there will be a season, but there won't be any fans. So like I said earlier, states are starting to open up, so that that is a positive for baseball to get started. And also, officials are hoping that they won't have to quarantine players. So the plans before, like the Arizona Biodome one, is that all the players were going to get quarantined, and all they did was play baseball, go back to the hotel. Play baseball, go back to the hotel. But it looks like this plan, everybody will be, it'll be more normal. It'll be a more normal situation with the traveling and being at home with your family, and not being quarantined, but they should still practice social distancing like I am. So one thing about this that hasn't been worked out is Major League Baseball and the Players Union have yet to engage in formal discussions about financial ramifications of players play, or playing without fans. Three weeks ago, three owners told the USA Today that they would refuse to play unless the players took a pay cut. So you've got all this worked out, but you still need the players to take a play cut because a play cut, a pay cut. Because I I, I read somewhere that half of the revenue comes from ticket sales and concessions and the money made at the actual ball game. So the players will have to take a pay cut or the owners won't make any money at all and therefore they won't even want to play a season. So we will see what happens. It looks it looks promising. Uh, one thing positive about this is that these guys... This is the third plan already. So the positive thing about this, guys, is that these officials, Major League Baseball is nonstop working, trying to get this season started. So when we come back from the break, we're going to talk about the draft, the refunds, and a little bit more about JT Watkins. We'll be right back, folks. You're listening to Astros Baseball. All right, folks, we are back, and now I want to talk about the MLB draft. So the draft is scheduled for June the 10th. And if the new plan that I just talked about earlier happens, then the teams will be in spring training by the time the draft starts. So one story that I read is that if MLB moves the draft up to before spring training number two starts, then they can take advantage of there being no sports. They can make the draft a more watched event. So right now, not a lot of people watch the MLB draft. It's not a big deal like the NFL. So if you are like me, you watch the NFL draft and you ate it up. There's no sports. It's the first kind of live sports that we are able to watch. And this guy was saying that if they move it up, that people will eat it up just like they're doing this. And some ideas they could do it the same way, have the cameras in the owner's general manager, the manager's homes. And since all the players are at home, like we all are right now, they would be available for interviews. They could talk to current players about their draft history. So it all depends on if they move it up. And I don't know if they're going to take advantage of it, but it's there. I don't normally watch the MLB draft. I think I watched it once, and it was kind of boring. It was there in like the MLB network studios. But they could make it a big deal. There's no sports. I think people would eat it up. And if you knew that you were going to get to hear stories from these guys about their draft history, I think it would be interesting, and I think a lot of people would watch it. I think people would watch it, A, because it was interesting, and B, because there's nothing else to watch. All right, so as of Tuesday, now we're going to talk about uh, MLB refunding people's money, finally. As of Tuesday, there have been 400-plus MLB games that have been called off because of COVID-19. MLB informed teams they no longer need to advise fans to hold on to those tickets. One week before, MLB was part of a lawsuit for not refunding tickets. Uh, MLB listed those games as being postponed, and that's how they got away with it. Rob Manfred said, we probably aren't going to be able to play 162 games. So if you remember, I got the call from the Astros ticket office, and they said the plan is to play 162 games. And they want to start the season on May 11th. So now the update is this. You can now, they will now offer you credit for future games this season. Or you can use the credit to buy tickets in 2021. So I received this email and when I read it, I saw the future games refund. I mean, not refund, but... I saw the paragraph where they said you could use the ticket credit for future games. And I'm thinking there's not going to be any games with fans. Or you can use it towards 2021. And so I was thinking, man, these guys really aren't going to give us our money back. But the very last paragraph, it does say that you can have a refund. And for personal reasons, I will be taking the refund. So, all the plans so far call for no fans. And that's why I'm saying that everybody's probably going to take the refund. But I know I was a little bit tempted just to leave the money in there. It's already spent. I'm already living without it. And perhaps I want to get season tickets next year and I won't even have to buy them because the money will already be there, but we'll see what happens. I don't know what's going to happen next year. But I did hear, and I did read, I don't know why I say hear. Most of this thing is that I read it, but that's just how you word it, right? So I heard that maybe later in the season, towards the end, in August, perhaps, that there will be fans, but not at full capacity. They'll be spread out throughout the uh, stadium. So, you know, they're going to utilize social distancing, but perhaps... At the end of the season, and perhaps when they have the playoffs, there will be fans. And I don't know how they're going to do that. If there's 40,000 people that want to go to a game, and they're only going to let 10,000 in, I don't know how that's going to happen. So if you recall the last podcast, I talked to Jake Kaplan, and we were discussing the Red Sox punishment. I actually dove into this a little bit longer. Not a little bit longer, but a little bit more. Sorry about that. And so I wanted to know, who is this J.T. Watkins guy? Uh, He was suspended for 2020, and he's not allowed to be the replay operator in 2021. The Red Sox lose a second-round pick, and they didn't get fined. I think they should have got fined. This Watkins guy was involved in the Apple Watch thing. And then the next season, he was involved again. This guy should be banned from baseball. They should have got fined. Something should have happened, but it didn't. He just He's going to lose one year, and he can come back next year. So anyway, I, I wanted to dive in. Who is this guy? I, I hear the name, and the name doesn't sound nerdy, but I picture this nerdy guy sitting at a desk, or a table, in front of a monitor, and watching all these pitch sequences. That's who I picture. But no. This guy is a former minor league catcher in the Red Sox system. He graduated from West Point, and his father, Danny, is also a scout for Boston. So his job title is Advanced Scouting Assistant. So what he did is he used in-game video to relay opponent signs to the players. And this is a, actually a story that I looked up this morning before the podcast, and I had that question. How was he relaying the signs to the players? And if he was relaying the signs to the players, how... Is it that only four or five players have knowledge of this? I thought maybe he was just changing it electronically. Maybe, maybe the players are going to him. And he's telling them, hey, you know, I, I, I scouted him doing this, but this is what he's doing. I've even read stories that these guys don't even know. They didn't even know at the time what they were doing was illegal. And that's kind of believable. So anyway, what I knew that he did, he had his pregame analysis and he was changing the analysis during the game and it was illegal. Whether they knew it was illegal or not, it was illegal. And this is two years in a row that this guy did it. So we all look at this guy as the fall guy. This poor little nerdy guy sitting at a desk in front of a monitor, he took the fall. But he's not a nerdy guy. He's one of them. Maybe he took the fall for them. Maybe he's taken all the blame because he's one of the guys. And one thing to be seen is if they hire this guy back in 2021. His He played for the Red Sox organization. His daddy works for the organization. He is one of the guys. Maybe He took the fall for them. Maybe he's not their fall guy. Maybe he's their hero. Maybe he did it for them because he is a part of the team. So JT Watkins is not a nerdy guy sitting at a desk. He's an athlete, a former catcher. He's a smart guy. He's not a nerd. So anyway, folks, that's all I have for this episode. I do hope you enjoyed it. And as always, I do appreciate you tuning in today. I do appreciate you listening to the podcast and being a fan of it. And once again, look out for some kind of giveaway. I want to do it. I want to do a giveaway. But for some reason, I don't have a whole lot of uh, response to it. But anyway, thanks for listening. I do appreciate it. Top 40. That's awesome. Go do that five-star review. And we'll see you next time on... Astros Baseball. Thanks for listening to this episode of Astros Baseball. Make sure to subscribe so that way you will be alerted when there is a new episode. Follow Rob on Twitter at Rob Fontenot.